number. Thinking of a plan to get quick bands. Falling in deep with the quicksand. Flag on my ass, no quick brand. I was packing on the ground, got my weight up. Hot beef in the streets, had to stay up. Betty Crocker showed me how to make a cake, bro. You and that put everything I love a steak, bro. Since I just been tired with a kickstand. Thinking of a plan to get quick bands. Falling in deep with the quicksand. Flag on my ass, no quick brand. I was packing on the ground, got my weight up. Now putting the TPL G on coming for those just now plugged in, man. That was my boy Murray, Fayetteville Zone, man. Hey, look, man, y'all need to go ahead and get that street sermons out right now. Hey, speaking of, I do have a special guest. I do have a special guest. We're going to the Midwest with it. I got my special guest, Kennedy. What's up with you? What's up? How you doing? I'm cool. I'm cool. Lexington. Lexington. Kentucky, born and raised, correct? Yep. What is, what is your favorite and fondest memory? I know you're 17, but what's your favorite experience growing up in Lexington, Kentucky? 
gosh, I don't know. We're um, we're about horses here, so Keeneland's a big deal here. Um, the Kentucky Derby is a big deal here, so probably the Kentucky Derby parties that I've been to. Oh man, Kentucky Derby! I gotta, I gotta check that out. What, what's so special about the Kentucky Derby outside of it being in Kentucky? I really don't know. It's really for horse lovers, for real. If you don't live in Kentucky, like, and you're not a horse lover outside of the state, I know I don't really think people watch it that much. If you're in Kentucky, you're watching the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I do understand. I, if you ain't from there, it, like they say, if you know, you know. <laughs> right. Right. What school you go to out there in Lexington, Kennedy? I go to Sarah High School. Mm, okay, okay. What you went to? What, what's your favorite thing you like about high school? No. Um. Well, I like to be social during high school. Okay. So that's really fun for me. And then I go to an independent school, so the class sizes are super small, so I get to have a really good relationship with my teachers. Um, so yeah, that's been really fun for me, too, to have a good relationship with my teachers and with my friends. So that's probably my favorite part of high school. I understand. I really like the class part. A birdie told me that you were an athlete. I am. Volleyball? I am. Yep, I play volleyball. I've been playing since I was about... Mm, 12, 10, 11, 12, around that age. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a while. What you like about volleyball that keeps you consistent with it? I like being on a team. It's just something about not playing for yourself, just being able to be selfless and just playing for the person next to you. So I just like being on a team and, you know, we kind of bond like a family. So I have a family away from a family, so it's it's really nice and, and super fun all year long. Um, but yeah. Now you now you play on the varsity. You on varsity or JV? What part of this volleyball team you on now? I'm on varsity for high school. Mm, how you like the height? Did now were you straight varsity or did you start on JV first? Tell us the skill. Tell us your skill set in this volleyball now. Yeah, no, I was straight varsity from my freshman year. So mm. I've been on varsity for three years now. It's so been my fourth year. Hey, look! I gotta take my hat off to you. You know, a lot of a lot of people they always start from the bottom up. You just went straight right. to the top. You said I went the best of the best. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I definitely understand that. What? Well, how were you introduced to music? Um, I've grown up around music. I was really introduced to music in the church. I I grew up in the church um, since I was a little girl. So I was really introduced to music through like gospel music, and then um, you know, I started listening to stuff on the radio all the time, and uh, yeah, I kind of just fell in love with it. I guess I just it, I kind of used it as a escape, especially when I got my first phone, and you know. I was allowed to download music and stuff, so music, I, it's just, I've just been around it my entire life. Now, what was that first song that you sung, or do you remember that first song that you sung in the church choir? Yeah, I was three years old, and I was singing a solo, it's called I Am Somebody, mm. but that was Baby Me, my real, like, first solo I was 12, and it was called Inside Out. I remember every single solo that I sang at church. 
Now you know, singing in church, they give you their honest opinion. Did you have a standing ovation with the solo? Right, right. Yep, they absolutely do. When did you know personally that you had a talent in singing? It was really when everybody else was telling me I had talents in me. Okay. I never really, like, thought about, you know, I just sang for fun. I wasn't like, you know, well, I'm good or whatever. But after I sang in church and everybody was like, you have a really good voice. You know, you should try recording. You should try singing in different areas. Like, you have a really good voice. You know. And I was like, okay. I got a little something, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What was the your favorite, or who is your top three artists that you listen to on a daily? Singers first. A daily. Um, I listen to a lot of her. I listen to a lot of Michael Jackson right now. He's kind of been on my daily playlist. And I listen currently... I'm not sure who that third person would be. I was to a lot of different people. Okay. Um, I I think I'd have to say Jasmine Sullivan. Mm. I've been listening to a lot of her lately. Now, so. what what about Jasmine Sullivan attracts you the most? Is it her content of what she sings about? Is it more of her song structure, or is it just how she sings in range? Her her voice is okay. like flawless. I mean, the runs that she hits are crazy um so it just makes it interesting to listen to and then i love i i do like some of the like the content that she sings about um so yeah but really what draws me to her is her voice in general i think she's crazy good now let's switch gears a little bit what's your favorite restaurant in lexington kentucky Tony's out here. Where are you all? Where are y'all at? I'm located in North Carolina. Oh, I don't. I don't know if you all have one out there. I don't think you do. We have a restaurant called Tony's out here. It's a steakhouse. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my like favorite, like regular, like restaurant that we go to, China on a regular, is either Malone's or Harry's. Is what we typically go to. It's very good. Okay, okay. Now, what is your favorite clothing brand? When you wake up in the morning, you get ready for school, what's that clothing brand or your favorite clothing brand you like to shop at? you like, this is your feel-good, fresh fit. What clothing brand is that for you? Oh, I don't know. I hate shopping. <laughs> like, clothes, are not, <laughs> clothes are not my thing. So I just, I just, whatever's in my drawer that day. I really don't have a specific brand that I like, like that much. Okay. So it's really whatever is in my drawer that day. Whatever looks good, huh? Right, right. Hey, whatever I, I pull out of my closet. Yeah, hey, I understand. I definitely understand. You were first discovered by a producer by the name of Frank Mapson and the musician Doug Ford. How did you get introduced uh, to Frank and Doug? Um. So Frank saw me perform at... Um, 
this Martin Luther King Jr. breakfast that I did um, for MLK Day here in Lexington. And then Doug is family, so he came and played at the church, and, you know, like, he he knows my family and stuff. So that's where I got introduced to them. But they both got interested in me from hearing me sing at um, MLK Day. Now, now, what song did you sing at the MLK Day event that, that caught their interest? I sang What the World Needs Now. Okay. At 17, what do you think the world needs now? Mm. Um, I think the world needs more understanding of one another. <laughs> no, that, no that, that's, that's an honest answer. That's, that's yeah, a, I think that's everyone is very quick to judge each other. I think we just need to be understanding of everybody's situation. That first time in the studio, what was that feeling like being young, stepping in the studio for the first time? Did it blow your mind? Paint us that picture. Walk us through that. Scary. It's scary. Because I'm used to just, you know... You just go out there and you sing it, and whatever happens, happens. The studio is a different beast. Mm. Um, it's hard, and it's frustrating, because I'm a perfectionist, so I get frustrated very, very easily. Um, and it's just kind of, it's every little thing. You just have to get every little thing right. Um, so... Stepping into it for the first time, I was not expecting that because we see it on like documentaries and stuff that our favorite artists do and things like that, and it just doesn't seem like hard work. And then you actually get into it, and it's like hard work, like it's no joke. Um, but I was excited to be in the studio because I wanted to see what it was about. Um, yeah, though it was scary and frustrating for sure. Now, what was that? What was that first record, or do you remember that first record you recorded in the studio? I recorded a cover okay. of "Her and Daniel Caesar" best part. This was just to see if I like liked the process. If I wanted to continue to do it before we like really like dove in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just decided to do a cover before I just started recording originals. But yeah. So sing, singing singing that cover for the first time in the studio, hearing yourself play back Diddy. I know some artists, they say it sounds weird hearing myself play back in the head. Did it kind of give you goosebumps knowing and hearing yourself in the studio for the first time? Yeah, it did. But, you know, like I was saying before, I'm also a perfectionist. So it takes a very long time for me to get yeah. something done. Because I'll hear it back, and I'm like, oop, we were flat on that part. Let's redo it. Even though nobody, nobody else will be able to tell, but I'm going to know that it's going to be there, and I'm not going to be happy with it. So hmm. it's helped me, but it's kind of slows the process down in a way. But it's a good thing. Because that, I want everything to be perfect when it comes out. That is true. If you're not a perfectionist in your craft, you will not take, not just music, it could be sports. Right. It could be just a career. If you don't take it seriously and you're not trying to make it perfect, then you know you're wasting your own time. Absolutely. 2020, how did you, at 17, what did you do 
during quarantine? How did you keep yourself from going crazy at 17 during quarantine? What kept you focused? Well, you know, part of the quarantine, I was in school, so okay. I was online doing school stuff. Right. Uh, I really didn't do nothing during college. <laughs> <laughs> I really just watched TV and stuff. Okay. I mean, because everything was just put on halt. So, like, I didn't have, like, volleyball to do. Like, my season got cut short. Uh, high school started late, you know, so I had, like, a very long summer, basically, um, of doing nothing. So, it was... Nice, though, because I'm always busy, so. Now, were you writing during that quarantine? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. So, how did this Bill's Turn Blue record come out that you dropped in 2020? Yeah. Uh, so, we have some cousins of family that lives down in uh, Texas. Okay. And um, we, like, reached out to them, and we were like, you know, she wants to see recording and stuff. She, you know, did a cover. She really likes it. So he sent some records, and I liked that one. And so he was like, well, you can have it. And um, so we, we just recorded it up here in Lexington, and then we released it. So that one was already written, demoed. You know, concept was there and everything else, so. Well, we're going to let the people go ahead and hear a little snippet of this Bill's Turn Blue. I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce this record real quick. This is Kennedy Beatty, and this is my single, Bill's Turn Blue. Why do we make up every time you mess up my makeup? Baby, we lay up in the bed that we made up. We give that fake love, but I want that 24 karat. Mark Anzacona, I hardly know the difference. We were almost meant to be. You and me, yeah. Wish we could go there. We were supposed to fix what was broken. Guess that's what I really fear. Cause you're the best ice. Turn me on like a flashlight.
Y'all put in the TPLG Uncut. I got my special guest, Kennedy. Hey, she said trying to make her bills turn blue. <laughs> I hear that range. I hear that. Hey, I hear that. I hear that range, Kitty. You got something there. Who do you listen to to help in help you at seventeen? You know, train your voice to higher octaves. Like, who do you study musically? Mm. Um. I studied a lot. I didn't even study. I listened to a lot of Beyonce. Okay. Because she has a big range, or she used to have a big range. I don't know if she really does anymore. Um, but that's what I mean. That's what it. Yeah, I just kind of. I really just. I mean, I really just figured out that I had like this range with my vocal coach, mm-hmm. Rebecca. Um. So yeah, I really didn't study in one. I just kind of. Figured it out on my own, which was fun. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh, I didn't know I could do that. Now, you say, I quoted, I want my music to be relatable and have a message. Is that Mm -hmm. important to Kennedy Beatty? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think music with a message reaches more people. I don't ever want to be like an artist that's just meant for one specific age group or one specific generation. So I think when music has a message, I feel like everyone has probably been through whatever that song is saying, you know? So I feel like it makes it easier to reach a greater audience in the long term. Sounds like you're trying to create that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of moment, how did this record come about? We're about to get right into. Yeah, we were in the studio. We were doing a different song, recording a different song. Um, and, you know, I was stressed out because, like we were saying earlier, I'm a full-time student athlete. I record on the weekends. I'm, you know, I got vocal lessons throughout the week. So I'm busy and homework. And so... Um, you know, Frank, my producer, was like, so you need a moment. And we have this track, and uh, the concept just literally just came from us sitting there just talking about oh. all of my struggles that I was going through <laughs> at that time. Um, but yeah, that's where the concept was born, and, you know, he went and wrote it and then came back, and then we tweaked it um, to sound more like me and to fit more like me to be more like me. Um, but yeah, so. I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce this 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 premiere record moment. It's on you. What's up? It's Kennedy Bailey, and this is my radio single moment.
Now putting the TPLG uncut. You just heard that exclusive premiere. Kennedy moment. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, hey, I definitely like what I'm hearing. I definitely like what I'm hearing. We, can we expect? Are we? Can we expect visuals to these records 2021? Yeah, so Moment actually has a music video already. It's okay. on YouTube. Yeah, it's under um, Kennedy Beatty Moment. But yeah, it has a music video. Now, what do you want viewers or listeners to get from listening to your music outside of bringing that positive vibe and outside of bringing that, that change and that message? What do you want people to hear when they when they play Kennedy Beatty for the first time? Um. I wanted to hear a girl who can sing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I think I can sing. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm young, so, uh, you know, I just want, I think there's a lot of people, <laughs> let me not say that. I think there's a lot of people right now that are, you know, going into the music industry and stuff and they can't, like, necessarily sing. You know, it's a lot of automation going on. So I want, you know, people to say, well, she can sing. So she can actually sing. Yeah. Hey, Kennedy, thank you for stopping through TPLG Uncut. Where can everybody find it on the social media? Kennedy from KY on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. Hey, thank you for stopping through TPLG Uncut. I'm going to follow him on the ground. We definitely going to stay plugged in with you. I'm like, I'm going to have my listeners make their bills turn blue in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me.